3: All right, my talkers, join me in welcoming the one, the only, Julia, finally back in studio here for an entire week. That's right. We've got her all week, you guys. We're here for an entire
1: week. And our first
3: entire week for a long time. But don't worry, we're going to have some fun, you
1: guys. Yeah, we are. Okay, well, I'm yet again bringing you music, uh, Julia. last hour, we heard from Sonny Curtis, who wrote and recorded Love Is All Around, which is the Mary Tyler Moore theme song. Um, yesterday, um, I'm like going, who is Marilyn? Or it might've been Saturday. Anyway, Marilyn Bergman was trending. Okay. And, um, well, it turns out we maybe don't know as a familiar name, Marilyn Bergman, but we know her music because she and her husband, they wrote together. They wrote so many incredible songs. She lived a good long life. She um, was 93 years old. Wow. Her husband is still alive. She met Barbara Streisand, Julia, back in New York when Barbara was a nightclub singer at the age of 18. Mm -hmm. And they became the best of friends. And they wrote, they were best known for their contributions to movie scores, soundtracks, as it were. Here is the song that is probably their peak song. Oh, that movie holds up, and oh. that song is She's so, so good. picture perfect so for good. that movie. And so people would have struggled to identify, you know, who's Alan and Marilyn right. Bergman. But um you can summon the words because people do know the lyrics to that song. You it's do one of the best age ballads, yeah. Or if you listen to the movie, otherwise they also did another song that's near and dear. To your heart, Donnie Love gave this to you many, many years ago <laughs> when something happened, who knew what, but your mind was off and running in a completely different direction. And he played this song, and he was absolutely stunned and appalled that you and I had never seen the original Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, I know. Okay, we would seen the remake.
3: Me too. Yeah. With
1: Pierce Brosnan. Right. But we, I would never seen the original with Faye Dunaway and Steve McQueen. McQueen. Mm-hmm. And um, he, but he I played, have seen
0: it since then. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. He played this song to describe you.
0: Yeah, but it kind of like tell that. You that.
1: But yeah, the windmills of But even the lyrics of that I know. song, who could follow the I thought know. Serious of that thing, and so I feel like they're racing around mind. a car when this song is played. Yeah, um, it's something. They also did the theme song from Tootsie, It Might oh. Be You, and um, the James Ingram-Patty Austin duet, How Do You Keep the Music Playing. They won three Oscars for The Way wow. We Were. Windmills of the Mine won, if you can believe it. And they won an Oscar for the soundtrack to Yentl.
0: Oh, Parker. Oh, can really? you hear they me? Oh, my gosh. Yes, they won two Grammys. I remember that. Four Emmys. That was an epic album. A- epic album. Um, and uh, did you ever see Gentle Grant?
3: I did with my mom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, Papa, they were in the songwriting.
3: Yeah. Can you yeah.
1: see she, me? She, she, they, she's in the songwriting. Oh, yeah. They are as the songwriting I love the Hall it. of Fame, and she also um, uh, just Barbara he, lost
0: a lot of her music collaborators. Peter Bogdanovich. Bar- she yeah.
1: and Cheryl. Someone and else died, died last week. Summer. I can't Anyway, um, yeah, they got married in 1958. So um, yeah, she died, but she was 93, and they also wrote the theme song to *Mod* and *Good Time*. Oh, wow. both kind of iconic. And then there's *Mod*. Yes, and then there's
0: *Mod*.
1: And they wrote the music for the show *Ballroom*, which is back on Broadway right now. It was a revitalization or even, a re- yeah? So anyway, and uh, they did oh. Julia, here's another one of your favorite songs. You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Oh, yeah. First, Strayson and, and Neil, they wrote the lyrics to that. Look at that. And they wrote Sinatra's, Sinatra's Nice and Easy. You know that song? Really? Yeah. And Dream Mar- Dean Martin's Dreamy Sleep Warm, which I don't even know that song.
0: I don't know that song either. And I felt like my mom
1: and dad had all the Dean Martin records. Oh, my God. Dean was a cat. They had the comedy Dean was kind of cat. Oh, here we go, oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, we know this song. I love a lounge. Maybe be in Beverly Hills at a lounge at the end of February.
0: Would hey, that June be after fun? Guild
1: Gildor. Oh,
3: this I is just, peaceful, isn't it? Oh,
1: I just love it. So we
0: do know that song. So they wrote mm-hmm. that song. I'm impressed, Larry. I know. With I'm husband. impressed.
1: So here's to uh, Marilyn Bergman, Okay. 93 years
0: old. 93. Wow. That is a good long life. Yes, it is. All right, cheers, Mary. All right,
1: listen, we come back. It's Random Thoughts with Julia. Julia's Random Thoughts.
0: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Oh, that's me. Right, Is there any
1: random thoughts? I'm sure that you've had some
0: collecting. I-
3: <laughs> time to, for sure. Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. No, I said you've had time to, for oh, sure. Oh, for
0: crying out loud. Yeah, that's all you t- <laughs> Well, first of all, okay, so. Love every, you. Every, I, I don't even take it personally. <laughs> okay, so um, it's National Clean Your Desk Day. And if you're working at home, Why clean didn't your couch. I didn't get that memo earlier. Clean your table. Do it. De- get some decluttering done while the mood hits you. Yes, do it now. Okay. Um, just a couple, couple random, randomlies. Okay, is that um, bears are not drawn to menstruating women. Oh, we knew that. <laughs> Greatest <laughs> line ever, though. Thank you. Did not oh. we know and that? I, we knew that. Well, it was a. It was, it was something that scared us. It was debunked. Yeah. Twenty five years ago, but the myth is still growing strong. Yeah, you're right. Because if you think bears oh. can smell you in the woods, if you're on a hike or a walk, if you're um, having your period, right, it is right. not true. That's but it was out true. there. Now this leads me to what happened to me this morning. Um, I didn't have my period, but mm-hmm. um, the cab driver picked me and my boys up at my sister's place at. 4
1: a.m. Oh, that's early.
0: Yep, to go to the Bozeman International Airport, which is now called Bozeman Yellowstone, Laurie.
1: Oh, it is? Uh huh. So and people were, because people didn't know what airport to fly into. I guess it's yeah. called Bo- Bozeman Yellowstone. That's why, that's why, for reservations purposes.
0: They're up to 12 gates. Oh, you wow. only have, like, six.
3: Right? Wow, just like Yellowstone? Yeah. You're right? Just yeah. to go back to your moment of bears, if you guys, anybody remembers this from Anchorman, it'll make you laugh. I just want you to hear this.
2: Everyone relax. She's not going to take anyone's air time.
3: I read somewhere that their periods attract bears. <laughs> the Bears can smell the menstruation.
2: Well, that's just great. You hear that, Ed? Bears. Now you're putting the whole station in jeopardy. <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> so goofy yeah from
3: anchor man it's a classic Oh yeah
0: that i need to go much at a movie. Oh. i just feel like I'm a bunch watched bits and pieces so i'm driving in the front we've got this minivan so loaded up with our skis and everything and mm-hmm. there's my boys so one is in the very back one is right behind me and then i'm in the front next to the driver and the driver's someone who's a jolly old just a jolly guy mm-hmm. who wants to talk at 4 a.m yeah that's yeah. unusual and so Talking about read, last, read the read uh, the vehicle. Oh yeah, so I in the front. And so the last time he was on this road, it was gravel. I'm like, yeah, I that. And, you know. And then the next thing, don't is... don't engage. I could not. And, and we drive by this radio station, you know, the one out there. And yeah. he's like, "Well, what kind of music do they play there?" And I and I'm like, "I think it's sports news. Oh, boring. Sports talk." I said, it, and he says, "Oh, boring." And then we keep going, and then he's like, "I can't find the main road." Uh-oh. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, you know, I'm like."
1: Are you sleeping? No, I'm just upset that I
0: have someone talking to me. Right. Because I don't want to engage. And now he's
1: expressing that he's lost. Well, and so
0: I'm upset. You're right. So whatever. And he comes out and finds it. And so we're driving through town. He's talking about. And there are no lights. There's 25,000 lights, Lori. Now that may, that 19 is all lights. And so. Light, light, but they keep them green longer in the morning, and the cops watch out for us, he okay. tells me. Oh boy, hey. I mean, I'm learning the whole everything, and so he's and been 20 years. Now you're making us years. suffer. No, but and, here's the point. Okay. So we get on the freeway finally to drive another two miles or something to the airport, and all of a sudden, we see this thing in the middle of the road, okay. and I've a never... A buffalo. No. Oh, Lord, I love it. buffalo. Yeah, a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> a buffalo. <laughs> I love it, but... You know how you've seen dead deer on the side of the road. Yes. In my life, I have never seen what I saw that we rode over. Oh no! You rode over it. Oh no! It had already been split into into three parts because two wheels went over the deer, but it just looked like it just happened, and we drove over it. Oh, that's a visible oh. lump. I was dying. Oh my gosh! I, didn't the guy? There, try was, nowhere move? To there was, go, was nowhere to and go, and all of a sudden it's right there, and I'm like, and it was what? dark. Oh dear, I oh hate man. to drive over that. I, I've never oh driven no, over oh a deer. No, oh, oh no. it was just in the feeling, and I just a,
3: that's a bump.
0: And I'm yeah. just like, that was so gross. And he's like, yes, it was. Yeah, because I was just. He goes, <laughs> I got to remember where that have... was so I don't do it again. Oh, like, oh my But it was so. It was just, I've never seen that in my life. Yeah, I was so traumatized from running over the bunny. Right. It was such a visible lump. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I it was know. a lump in the feet, the wells. I, think, I can't imagine oh. how. I, that, oh, and it was just right over. Yeah. It was like, oh, oh, no. Anyway, it was already, it had
1: already passed. Oh. But I was just like. Well, I'm oh. glad it wasn't a Buffalo then because oh, it have stopped. I would <laughs> have been dead probably during seventy. <laughs> you might not be here today right. because I'm glad it was like. But I've never in my life. I was just like, ooh. Yeah, my dad knew a guy who hit a cow once on a <gasps> motorcycle.
3: That's a widowmaker, right there.
1: Yeah, the guy got lucky.
3: Yeah, yeah, he ooh. got lucky. That's you're going yeah. fast. That could be really. And bad. the yeah. cow
1: had escaped. You know, it yeah. got out mm-hmm. and was on the road, and oh, it just comes upon you. It does come upon you in that you. <laughs> in that early morning or yeah. that dark. You're like dusk move. or dawn. Oh, yeah. there's a cow oh. in my way. Well, was oh. a real natural. Uh, we went on Mother Nature. It was with a Mother you.
0: Nature hike, but mm. it seriously was, I have never felt wow. anything like that before. Okay, here is the new um, Pantone color of the year. We always know every year they have one. Yes. Um, we've been experiencing, what have we been experiencing lately in colors? I don't know. It was know. kind of a coral pink last coral year. Coral pink or and something. then a bluey blue. Yeah. But right now it's nature's neutral. What's and that? It's warm, muted tones of green. Like olive or sage or moss or eucalyptus. I always think of like uh, mental
1: institutions with that color. Do you really? I don't know.
0: Kind of. <laughs> I had. Or with, kind of like,
1: like it's a calming color. I. But it, it is could a just calming. Be, it could just it's be moss. my imagination. It's, I, I don't know when I last saw Shawshank or like a
3: doctor's office waiting yeah, room. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Maybe <laughs> I would like a deeper. I would like an olive, like an olive. An olive. Could be pretty. You
0: would like Evergreen Fog by Sherwin Williams. But if you're trying to look at that, and if you, according to HGTV's mm-hmm. Designer of the Year, yeah. whose name is Valerie Stratford, she said um, the chosen hues you can use them on your cabinetry. Cabinetry, I you like can cabinetry use it
1: better <laughs> <laughs> like carpet and cabinetry. Use it on your cabinetry, <laughs> make your cabinetry match. <laughs> the cabinetry matches the Drapes,
0: drapes That's right.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well said,
0: okay. But you can use it on the trim, on your doors. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um. But you can also do it with accessories, and um, well, I'll
1: tell you what I—I I didn't get in an argument. I'm not going to call myself. I'm not going to say I had a Larry David moment but, oh, at the nail salon. Good. Oh, this had to be good.
0: But I thought uh-huh.
1: I—I want to get. I always get like kind of blues and purples, but I thought I'm going to get kind of a sea foam green. Green, okay. You know, because I got this pretty cover up, and I've got this other little thing, and that's I'd already the color. Yeah, that's the color, uh-huh. and it was Saturday when it was actually kind of, like, warm. It was a okay. degree. Picked out a color. I don't know if I had my sunglasses on when I picked oh, it dear. out. She paints my toes, and I happen to look down. I go, whose color is that? <laughs> <laughs> Should we Let ask? me see them. They're green. I have green toes. I have, like like, Kelly green? That's a uh, Merry Christmas toast,
0: possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by then, she'd already see. painted both of my feet. Oh, and you were too far in. Let me see. Oh, oh, those are like emerald green. Yeah. Merry Ma- Christmas. <laughs> yes. They're not beach green. No. <laughs> said, and, Christmas. and the lady looks at me and she
1: goes, yes, you're, 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 this is your color. And I just said, oh, boy, oh, boy. I, I wasn't looking very good. Right. And she goes, and you know, I think she would have if I said I would take that off. But I was just like, what I was almost done with my book. Oh, so yeah. I was running out of book time. Yeah, so if, to sit there and take the off age. your sunglasses when you... Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner.
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded
1: by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Pick out the color. That's as I good, That's a good lesson, Laurie.
1: But jeez, yeah, I got Merry Christmas toes, damn it. I'm gonna I, go for long sandy walk beaches, you know, or try and scuff it up.
0: It's scuff up yeah, they'll scuff up, up quickly. Toes. They mm. actually look good. Well But because, it's a funny color. Oh, beyond goofy. Yeah, it's a funny color. <laughs> it's just goofy. I, I got
1: the Pantone color of the year on my toes as a don't. Don't go that as green. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh.
0: Okay, so um here's just a little random randomy. The CEO of the company that owns Tinder, Match.com, and OkCupid okay says yeah. he's never been on an online date. Well, right. how old is this guy? Does he own, do they own Hinge, too? I'm sure. I feel like one person owns them all. Starbucks goes through an estimated 6 billion coffee cups a year.
1: I really hate knowing that. That's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to forget I, I saw, know that.
0: Okay, I saw it yesterday when I was waiting to get the kids from the... Um, the ski area in the car because I went and picked it up and drove it up. It said to me, do not leave on your ignition sign mm -hmm. to save our environment. Yeah. I'm like, it's cold. Yeah. Okay. So I kept turning it on and off. Yeah. Not knowing if I was using more emissions, turning it on and off every time or not. Yeah, But yeah, I've never seen that sign before. Um, other things, George Lucas only directed two movies in his career that aren't Star Wars. Really? Can you name one of them? Nah. You can name one of them. American Graffiti. Yes. Oh, Why, that's a really? deep cut, and that's my girlfriend. I think you. that was his first movie. Yeah. That yeah. was a wow. deep he She has an mm. iron trap. Yeah, she does. And that's a photographic great. memory, yeah. and can read a book in 10 minutes. Nine and the other one minutes. was THX 1138, which I have no idea what that is. No idea. <laughs> but Lori, that was a good, good deep dive. Laurie,
3: you read 11 books on vacation. I haven't read 11 books in the last 11 years. Oh, so I'm. Very, you can well, read in 10 you're minutes.
1: You're missing out on some good stories. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm an article reader. He's something. All right. I'm an article reader. Yeah. Well, I do love Vanity Fair. Long time subscriber. There you go. Speaking of articles. I know. Tell us what's happening with the traffic grant. All right, guys. Well, again. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, Julia. Now this, you're gonna just have to go along with me because you've oh. been gone for so many days. I've got explaining <laughs> to do here and there. Okay, as the shows are going along. All right. And so, um, last Friday when we learned, and you know, by the way, Stephanie, I hadn't done the show with her since June, and we just had. Oh, so did you have so fun? much fun? But yeah.
3: fun. The, I haven't laughed. That hard with oh, the two of you guys, that, especially that first day. We oh, are so yin and yang. We couldn't Wait.
1: be more opposites it about was each so other. Funny. She clutches her per, her pearls about nudity, and <laughs> uh, and and then I clutch my pearls about like food things. Right. And, I mean, right. it was just kind of. It was perfect. It was just perfect, fun, and you good, know, I was hoping that Brittany was feeling better yes, and everything yes, like that. Good. But anyway, but Sydney Poitier passed, passed away, yes. and you know. um you know, uh, Stephanie says, Oh, Kurt always cries at lilies of the field. I think I'm going to watch it again. And then I talked about, I remember watching a patch of blue with my grandma. And, um, and then also there's this very sexy movie called Paris blues that he made with a Diane Carroll. And it's actually filmed in Paris. It's just this incredibly romantic okay. movie. And these two have just beautiful together. Well, I got sidetracked into our legend uh, Sydney Poitier and started talking about you know the one really scandalous thing that he was involved with was that he met Diane Carroll She's in gorgeous. 1959 okay. on the set of Porgy and Bess.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Then they made Paris Blue together. Anyway, long story short, we know from her memoir called "The Legs Are the Last to Go." That they had, carry, they had like a torrid nine-year affair while they they met, while they were both married, blah, blah, blah. So oh, I felt really? bad about, you know, that I talked about this, like, but you know me, I'm always well, like the salacious sometimes. Yeah, yeah, of and course, always. Always, and, but, you know, just like he was just such an incredible actor, the to sir with love right, you right, can hear right. that song and start right. cry yeah. it's yes. such a like a vivid anyway yesterday on cbs sunday morning luckily leslie Stahl had uh gone to see sydney at his home in the bahamas which is you know where he he lived there until he was like 15 i think
0: oh i didn't know that okay. yeah
1: yeah he he hadn't uh i mean he's like one of seven kids but She did an interview, a very long, in-depth interview with him when he was 88 years old about uh, his career. And so if we can play a little of that, Grant. You couldn't read. You had a very thick Bahamian accent. I did. He was like 15. And you decide to try and become an actor? I did. Why didn't you go that route? It kind of makes no sense.
2: I had no way of knowing that there is a madness to what I'm trying to
1: do. After a disastrous audition with the American Negro Theater, where Poitier could barely read the script, an act of kindness at his job as a dishwasher changed his life. One of the waiters,
2: a Jewish guy, elderly man. I had a, 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 a newspaper and he walked over to me and he looked at me and he said, <clears throat> What's new in the paper? And I looked up at this man, and I said to him, I can't tell you what's up in the paper, I said, because I can't read very well. He says, let me ask you something. Would you like me to read with you? Wow. Uh, I said to him, yes, if you like. Now, let me tell you something. Every night. Every night, the place is closed, everyone's gone, and he sat there with me, week after week after week. I learned a lot, a lot, and then things began to happen.
0: Sydney Poitier. Yeah, and I mean, Can he even
1: was so. He, his family—they were tomato wow. farmers in the Bahamas, wow. and his parents would go to Miami and sell their tomatoes. But he like didn't see a mirror until you look in a mirror until he was like seven, and mm-hmm. he really didn't know how to read. And he met Harry Belafonte in Miami. They were both fourteen because oh, Harry wow. Belafonte is right. ninety-four, right? And um, you know, his friend of eighty years mm-hmm. and. Um, also later in the interview they talked about they called it the slap heard round the world. And I don't know Casey and I watched this just like a couple years ago in the heat of the night. Right. The uh nineteen sixty seven it was Rod Steiger and Norman Jewison directed it. He's still alive. He's ninety-five. Um but it's there was a scene where uh, Sydney's Mr. V- Mr. Tibbs Virgil Tibbs, isn't he slaps this guy um, in the face, and Sydney told Leslie Stahl that when he read it in the script, he told the director Norman Jusen, "I'm not going to let this guy slap me in the face. If he slaps me, I'm slapping him back." Right. Wait, wait. And you know he's like, "Do it like the script says." Anyway. The guy slaps him, the white guy slaps him, and he's, you know, he slaps him right back, just like, boom, so fast. Right. And the director realized it worked, it, it, you know, it totally worked. And Sidney Poitier told Les I had my agent put that that slap would stay in there. And that when it played, wherever it was, remember this is 1967, Voting Rights Act just finally got passed in 66, that it can't be ever showed taking the scene out. It can't be played anywhere where they're going to take it out. I will not disrespect my fellow black persons and be slapped in this role because he plays a detective. Right. Okay. I'm going, and so that—that's how that came around. And Nelson Mandela talked about how important that was to see that in a movie. Right. And oh, and of course, you know he gets kissed by the girl in a patch of blue, like in nineteen, the blind white girl. I mean he is such an interesting Well this career. is what's kind of cool
0: Lori, is I just and this probably happened last week too but um a documentary is in development at Apple Oh my what a lawyer free is going to executive produce it So they're going to do a documentary with his, the life and career of Sidney Poirier, so she'll be great. The choices, you know, Mm -hmm. that he made, the deliberate,
1: and even though at the same other time, I mean, he also, I mean, he went to the Academy Awards when he won in 63. Diane Carroll was with him, and they were both married to other people. She was married to her manager, and he was married to his first wife, Juanita, but his second wife, you know, they were married for like, I don't know, almost 50 years so and Diane Carroll wrote uh in um or in an interview after the legs are the last to go, the name of her memoir that they had forgiven each other and they were friends It just, right. it was just this hot, hot wow, ten years, and he couldn't leave his wife. she left her husband, you know promised he was gonna leave, and then when he huh. left her, and he's like the you know. He's like, maybe I don't. Do I want to get settled down again right, right away? So, anyway, but yeah, the uh, uh, lot lot of good movies. And seriously, if you're at Paris Blues, is is really a great movie. If you want to I just wrote see that something, down. Joanne
0: Woodward and Paul Newman are in it. Yeah, it's just it's just wonderful. Yeah, it looks good. I it's wrote just, it down.
1: Yeah, it's just wonderful. But yeah, Norma Ju- Norman Jewison is ninety five and. Lee Grant is 90, and they oh, both uh, talked to People Lee Magazine. Now,
0: oh, that's a blast from the past.
1: She's in her 90s, and Rod Steiger won an Oscar for that.
0: All right, well, that's...
1: You know, just saying. All right, well, that's good stuff. Yeah, so, uh, Baz, Baz Lerman, you missed Elvis's birthday on Saturday, so we sang Burn in Love on Friday,
0: I, oh, as hey, usual. I can't believe I missed Elvis's birthday. Yeah. How but can I live?
1: Boz Lorman on Saturday on his Instagram acknowledged King of Rock and Roll because he's editing that movie. Yes, he is. And he it was kind of sweet. I liked what he said. He said, Here we are in our creative space. We're surrounded by Elvis everywhere we go. Images, the sound of his voice. And so he showed the creative space where they're editing oh, that's this cool. biopic. Yeah, that's so very cool. Um anyway, so and of course, you know, Moulin Rouge. Baz Luhrmann always has Moulin Rouge. You know what?
0: I read something about Nicole Kidman lately, and we went to the premiere of the movie Australia with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And I don't know where I read it recently.
1: Well, she's been giving a lot of interviews for the Oscar thing for being the Ricardos,
0: which I keep hearing mixed things about. I know. We'll talk about that. But anyway, in it, she said the movie that she just doesn't really like out of all of her movies is Australia. She just doesn't feel good about that one.
1: Well, the only thing that's memorable is him taking the kookaburra shower by the campfire. That is literally the
0: only thing I can remember about that movie. And we went to the premiere, and that's when we met Keith Urban Mm -hmm. and Nicole Kidman. And I just was thinking, wow. And Cindy Adams was
1: mean to us after she'd been in her studio about her dog, Jassy. She was. (laughs) She was meaner
0: than an old hound dog to us. And we're like, we've met you. You've been in our studio, lady. (laughs) She was a writer, Grant, a gossip columnist. I think she's still. She's still. Following. No, oh, okay. she's been she since hasn't like written? June sixth. Oh, I wonder if she's all right. She's I got know. Oh. Her and Barbara Walters are good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't. I agree.
1: That's a very honest assessment, and it got ripped. Oh, it got But, ripped. but Hugh Jackman it was beautiful. Oh, my gosh, what a beautiful Remember man. this first
0: time we met Insa's wife and everything? We're like, what? I was appalled at her footwear. I still I am still thinking remember. about it. I know what they Flat were. Platforms. Oh, gosh. It was winter, and she
1: was wearing platforms
0: this. with tights. I was She was dying. incensed. I was incensed. It was crazy. I, was,
1: I couldn't believe it. And then there's Hugh looking like a, a Me- rainbow, oh million-dollar guy. So beautiful. And then here's Frida Frump. I just was I, like, couldn't believe it. They're happy in love. Nicole Kidman and Keith look like they fit together. Yeah, they did. Right down to, I feel like she scratched that
0: eyeliner on him. Oh my gosh. Right, we're going to take a quick <laughs> he, break. He's fond of a little guy liner and I yeah. really like it. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
2: What is the meaning of this?
0: All right. What is the meaning of everything? We'll go. We'll
1: start easy, Julia. All right. Do it. Okay. (laughs) Um, Alec Baldwin is still talking. He is. Oh no, really? Oh yeah, yeah, on Instagram. (laughs) Oh yeah, took to Instagram. Do you know? I mean, this guy. This guy. I mean, he already gave us the Christopher Guest-like roadside paparazzo at the beginning of December. Then he decided to cooperate with George Stepanopoulos and do a whole big thing where he said, you know, he didn't have anything to do with anything. In fact, he barely had the gun in his hand. And yeah, you know, I mean, it was like and apparently the Santa Fe DA was not happy because he had promised through his attorneys to give over his phone. That he wouldn't talk about it with oh, anybody. right. That he would not use I don't know why the he did multiple that. opportunities that he was obviously going to get yes. the lawyer assured yes, guilt. Mr.
3: Baldwin. He did it because of guilt. He feels guilty, so he feels like he has to justify something. And when that happens, usually over over people continue to speak so t- and over explain. Right. So
1: today he overexplained on his Instagram about all the millions of reasons why. Yeah. Three weeks after the Santa Fe D.A. has once again asked Alec Baldwin to turn over his phone, he's not cooperating.
0: Because we have rules. I live in a different state. If they come to me with the rules of this state, I will follow them. I think that's what he said. Oh, no. I think he, what he said, he doesn't have jurisdiction over the state of New York or Connecticut or wherever they live. <laughs> he doesn't want them to see hilarious naked pictures. I don't know what
1: it is. Other things, but too. before be, yeah. he started this... Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, where you're talking (laughs) too much, you're complaining, explaining. He also told a little story about how he'd gone into a cafe and he always takes the Splenda and puts them in his pocket. Oh,
0: I give you my dad, the Kenster. Okay, but
1: on his, he was Mm -hmm. reunited with the Splenda packet that had a message of support to him. From a young fan. Now, how he happened to know that, but um, before you accuse of Hilaria doing anything, it did not say how you say on the Splenda packet. But I mean, he actually did. Like as he did a, not.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> he just seems. I mean, Delusional. it would help the investigation if he went
1: tough. turn over your phone well, too, right. without right. make them going through. That's not cooperating, no. you told al you told uh, three weeks ago, oh, I'm cooperating,
3: yeah, that's not nope,
1: and now he's saying oh. all the reasons why, and he blamed it on the New York Post
3: well, they'll get it a, they'll subpoena that, that phone, they'll get what they oh, need, Oh, of course they some will. some federal government will jump in subpoena it, but and did, see he won't how have a hard choice he's
1: making it. I thought yeah. he wanted to get this wrapped up, well, and boy, there's uh, Nicholas, guilt there. Nicolas Cage gave light shade to him. What did he say? Um well, what? Where well, well, really, did see on, Cage? Well, Nicolas Cage is getting buzzed for this movie Pig, and yes. he's been invited to a number of round tables yes. with other actors the who Hollywood are part Reporter, of the. Season. I think he yes. was on
0: something last week. Okay. Yes, and
1: and and he basically just said, "Everybody who comes in contact with the gun has a responsibility to know what's in their hand." Yeah is basically what he said. Mm -hmm. He said it doesn't, there might be this, that, or the other thing. He said, but at the end of the day, we we got a moving cars. We have stunt people. We do this. It's cooperation. We're humble actors, but you got to know what's in your hand. You're not somebody that's just being handed something willy nilly. Yeah.
0: Right. Got it.
1: We're humble actors. I thought that was kind of a,
3: it was a jab for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. A
1: light, a A featherweight from Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. But I thought, oh, humble actor, oh, that's right.
3: Clearly, he's not handing it over because after it happened, this is just me speculating. I'm guessing he sent text messages that's to everybody. Right. I like, just did oh this. Gosh. Like, oh, my God, what did I, you know what? And there's probably things yeah. that he said right. in those messages yeah. that will convict him of something he doesn't want to be convicted well, of.
1: He's right. a producer. He'll be held liable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. He should be regardless. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. I think he
3: should be regardless. Mm-hmm. We'll see.
1: Okay, okay, all right, here's here's another one. The Pussycat Dolls found out the reunion tour was canceled, when Nicole Scherzinger posted the announcement on Instagram, <laughs> and not just Instagram, but on her story, so it disappeared. Wait a minute, so, oh, no.
0: okay, so, they it's were... It's been
1: 10 years since they last okay. toured with Brittany, they also toured with Christina Aguilera, yes, they least, were always, they were like... Some.
0: Mm-hmm. We saw him at the uh, Glamorama. They
1: opened for Britney on the circus tour. Oh,
0: you saw oh, them? Wow. Yeah. So I heard in a blind item today on Cleaning Bradley that um, Nicole Schwarzenegger, or whatever, how you say her name, demanded to get 75% mm-hmm. of the money and oh, the no. rest was split between the other people. Okay. I six... think it's canceled because no one cares.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, Why no, no. is it
0: canceled? Uh well apparently what uh, you wanna do is write with me. Yeah, right. What's that song? All you wanna get is right with boyfriend me. your boyfriend or boyfriend doesn't like like uh. I can't
1: remember, but she's the singer. Okay. Yes. She's the lead singer, she's the kind of
0: started it. She can sing the
1: song without anyone else in the group being there because the dancers are interchangeable. Right. Robin Anton just said there are five other members of the band. We hope to see you out there soon. Signed founder of the Pussycat Dolls. Right. But she's not in the Pussycat Dolls. She came up with the girl group. It's like, well, Simon Cowell did that with One Direction, but he's not trying to do... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's
0: weird. It's a very
1: weird thing. And I think what it is, it comes down to... it's The voice is Nicole Scherzinger. She's the voice of the Pussycat Dolls. Mm -hmm. And the dancers are interchangeable. Yeah, Yeah, nobody... Nobody knows who these other gals are unless you're a diehard fan. But anyway, she put up a thing, Nicole, that it was all canceled, and boy, people were—that's how all of her people found. I mean, everybody yeah. found that's out. Horrible!
3: <laughs> what a horrible way to find out you don't have a job. Yeah. Oh no.
0: Well. What I think that happened to Suzanne Summers yesterday. She was doing some talk show. And she was friends with Bob Saget. And, they said, hey. and then right yeah. during the talk show, she heard about it. Not yeah. nice. No. Not it, nice.
1: No. Uh, Kanye West, Julia's... <laughs> Kanye West, Julia Fox showman's is a quote-unquote a ploy to get under Kim Kardashian's
0: skin. I would say try harder. No, I'll file this under
1: duh, and they're both <laughs> in on it. She right. wrote an essay, Julia, when you were gone, about what it was like to date him for one week that was in... Interview.com complete with stage photos of her and Kanye rolling around in a closet Seth, full of clothes Seth, he'd just given her. Seth. He loves to Cinderella people, but this is a,
0: <laughs> they're
1: both up. in on yes, this. Yes, yes. She will come out of this with, well, we he know her name. Or name. Yeah, we we'll know, know
3: her, her name. name, she'll get jobs, right. and he'll get his vengeance.
1: And, and we will file this under Kim Kardashian could care less yes. about his showmans. In <laughs> right. fact, she's and glad that he's said. having yes. it.
0: Please. Leave yeah, me, this yeah. is one big Keep stunt. Keep him off of
3: my... Yeah, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Bother her.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think everyone here
1: is an agenda except Pete da- Davidson. I would agree. Yeah. I think Pete actually likes Kim and there's no ploy for him to do anything other than spend time with her when he can.
0: I when would it agree. Out. He yeah.
3: doesn't ever seem like a guy clamoring for fame, so that does seem genuine yes. to me. It's not like he wouldn't date her just to to bring no, his status up. He no. could care
1: less he about stuff like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do uh, remember Kate Bosworth, did she have a strange, didn't she write an ode or a She poem, took off her nylons. And... Poem, no, a, a poem to her husband when they broke up. Kate Beckinsale? But, worth you know the one who always has her hair pulled back like a oh. ballerina the one who quit acting
0: after blue surf kind of kind of yeah the hot blonde in the surfing movie way back when way back when okay yeah well, tell me are they still together i thought they separated they
1: did she wrote him a like poem. is this brand new no they broke up like uh last uh august anyway justin long is her getaway car
0: oh Just interesting Apparently,
1: you know, she dropped off the whole time she was she married did. to him. Yep. She really and did. And Justin Long, they did a movie together, and he was literally her getaway car. There you, you know go. Well, say. that's a good, good for her.
0: <laughs> go, girl. All, All right. right. We'll take a quick break. This is My Talk one oh seven one, Streaming live whenever you need us and podcasts available anytime, anywhere.